Welcome to Life With Your Dog podcast. Our focus is educating dog owners, enthusiasts and dog trainers about ideas on how to train, manage, live and thrive with our dogs. To teach dogs to live in our society while our dogs teach us how to live in the now. I'm your host Panos Anagnostou. And I'm your co-host Luke Badman. Thank you for joining us and we hope you enjoy the show. Hey guys, we are back. Thanks for joining Life With Your Dog podcast. Another Q&A is up and ready to go. And I have a question here from Nicholas, so I'll read it out to you and I'll give you my answer back. Hi Panos, I'm a big fan of your dog business. Keep it up. Thank you. I was walking with walking my dog without a leash and a ranger pulled up to me in the council car and told me that I ha- I must have my dog on a leash but my dog, otherwise I can get fined up to 10K. My question is, can we get our dog certified so that they can walk without a leash? My dog's a cross poodle, less than three kilos and 14 years old. This might be something you can mention on the podcast. So a couple of things there that I would like to mention and would help us with the answer to that. First of all, I doubt that you can get fined $10,000 for your dog being off the leash. He's probably trying to freak you out a little bit there. However, there is a fine for having your dog off the leash. It is against the law. Your dog can only be off the leash inside a private property or in a leash-free area. And if you go back to what I think about dog parks and leash-free areas, then that answers that question. However, what should you do? Well, can dogs be certified so they can walk off the leash unless you're part of the authority or you're part of, you know, a government agency where your dog is allowed to be off the leash where you're like, you know, doing a job for like police quarantine, scent detection, etc. Even then, I'm pretty sure that some dogs still have to be on a lead depending on how good their recall is, etc. But for the everyday person, um, your dog shouldn't be off the leash. Shouldn't be off the leash because if you're allowed to have your dog off the leash, then what's happening with John next door and his out of control dog being off the leash? So can dogs be certified at this stage? There is no certification for an everyday person to, ha- to be allowed to have their dog off the leash in a public space. And to get around your question, well, look, I guess before I, I'll give you a remedy of what you can actually do is that if we... If we can put something together where we have, you know, green dogs, dogs are allowed to be off the leash um, because they've been tested and certified, that would be awesome, you know, but there's still dangers involved. Like, you know, 14-year-old dog can still get chased by a young Labrador, young Staffy, a young German Shepherd, so a bigger dog that's that's scary to your dog. Your dog can still run away, and if you haven't got a reliable recall under those sort of pressure, your dog's not going to come back to you, and your dog can potentially run to the road, cause an accident, and get themselves killed or badly injured, or 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 you lose your dog. So, I think in that, I think that's something to consider. You know, you may have very good reliability with your dog off the lead, and 14 years, your dog obviously is still alive, and you've been probably walking your dog off the leash for some time now. So, you know, those are some things to think about. That under the pressure of the situation, what could happen? Now, I'll give you another example, and this is a personal um, example is that I was walking when I was looking after dogs. I was walking up the road, and I'll be straight up, and I did the wrong thing. I did have spades. My dog had his lead on, but he was just, I had the lead um, loose on the ground while I was walking the two dogs I was walking. And my dog knows not to walk on the road until I give him the command and the release command to cross the road with me. So it's very reliable, and I can say that I can walk everywhere with him off the lead. However, I screwed up massively. The dog that I was walking 
had one of the dogs had slipped the lead. The dog just started running. I wasn't holding the lead properly. He then ran onto the road. My gosh, freaked me out. I started running to chase that dog. My wife was with me. And when I gave the command to a dog like come, I said something. Spades thought in context that I had given him the release command. He came onto the road with me. Disaster. The other dog that I had was scared of cars. So I'm running on the road trying to chase the dog that was that had run away from me. While I had a dog that was scared of cars while I'm on the road, and then I had spades that went to go. Now, with spades, this is how my command went. I went, oi, hey, I said something. I went to go get the dog, and spades went to go run. I had seen that he did that, and I'm like, and I told him down straight away, so he laid back down onto the, um, along the side of the curb. Tanya grabbed his lead, all good. I ended up getting the dog. It was no problem, no drama. Accident, I learned from it. Mistakes are lessons if you learn from them. And I did learn from them and that was really good. Now, my point here is that Spades had knows the command, but with miscommunication under this sort of pressure, because I haven't ever trained him under this sort of circumstance, he made the mistake and could have got hit by a car. So even if your dog's trained, there's still massive potential dangers of a dog coming up to you, your dog gets scared to run away, your dog sees a cat, wants to run across the road, um, whether it's that you have miscommunicated your command to your dog and then he thought you'd been released and he runs off. So I'd say let's just be safe and let's talk about what's the actual solution here is that if being fined $10,000 is a fee thing for you and then you are you are motivated not to get, not to have your dog off the lead, well, then that's awesome. That 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 potential consequence and that potential punishment is going to keep you in line, keep your dog on the lead, and then that's working. What I would say is that have you get yourself a 10-meter long lead, and 10-meter long leads are a game changer for everybody that owns a dog, especially in urban environments. Get yourself a 10-meter long lead when you're in the park. He's on a long lead. Now, if you know that he's going to walk next to you and you've just got that long lead just wrapped around your, your wrist and you've got your hands in your pocket going for a walk, there's no tension on it. There's no drama. Someone comes up to you, you're not getting in trouble because you've got that long lead on your dog at all times. If he decides to run, at least you can stop him. You can then practice your recall, practice your downstay. You can practice any other um, basic commands that you're working with your dog. Or if you just feel like, hey, he's 14 years old and he's cruising, he's a small dog and I'm just going out for my walk, you've got your long lead on him. Then you're not getting in trouble. You're, you're stopping the potential risk of anything happening. And in regards to like waiting for a certification where a dog can then be certified so they can be off the lead, first of all, that's not happening anytime soon. And if it does happen, then how are we going to maintain this sort of level of training? Does that mean that you have to get assessed every six months to maintain that, you, that you've been practicing with your dog and your dog understands what to do? Does it mean that you get the green light to do it, then what about everybody else? And if everyone had the dog off the lead everywhere... You know, you can just imagine what sort of situation that would be. So I think the law does protect us. It does get annoying when you have a dog that you know can walk with you and you have them off the lead. And it does get annoying that you're getting, her, um, I would say, harassed, but you're getting approached by, by a council ranger doing their job and they do a really good job. Because if they're not, they don't know your dog personally. They don't know that, oh, you know, that's scruffy and he's always off the lead. And then if, if you're allowed to do it, being off the lead, and he keeps on exempting you from it. Well, then what about, you know, John next door with his dog, he's going to get the poops or he sees your dog off the lead. So let's just lead by example here. If you're doing the right thing by listening to our podcast and by watching the videos and you're out there searching and, you know, different techniques and you're just, you're generally interested, let's be a good example for everybody else. And if they see your dog on a long line, 
when you've got that long lead in your hand, your dog's walking calmly next to you, then you're being influenced. You're influencing everyone else that, that you come in contact with. And the more dogs that are following the rules, and if we're following the rules, then we can all live in harmony together. And that's really the answer. It's probably going to be a bit of a shorter Q&A today because it's as simple as that. Um, now, let's just say if you're, you're, um, you're game enough to have that lead, that, that long lead on you, let's just say if you have, um, accidentally dropped it on the floor, you can always step on it and get your dog back. So, you know, there's so much potential with, um, with safety and with good management of having that long lead. Long leads are the answer in so many situations. And I'm telling you, your dog knows how to walk off the lead. We're not talking about a training situation here. We're talking about two things. We're talking about management because things go pear shaped. When they go pear shaped, things go bad. And also, um, dogs get motivated by chasing a bird, a cat, or wanting to run away from another dog or whatever. A thunderstorm comes and your dog's scared of lightning and, and decides to run back home. Again, we've got another issue. The more that you learn, your dog learns to run away from you and meander too far away, then the more they will repeat that behavior. So having that long lead, having food with you and rewarding your dog every time it's close by. And, um, and in regards to changing the law, well, look, I think, I think the laws are in place for a reason and they're in, they're in place for a reason because people have, gone against what they think is what they think is appropriate. So I think it's really important that we stick with the rules. We work together because the more resistance we put towards um, our rangers that are doing the best job in regards to keeping our dogs safe and keeping the public safe. I think um, let's just be a good example for everyone. And it takes nothing. It costs 30 bucks to get a 10 meter long line. It takes nothing to put your dog on a long lead when you get to the park. And when you're walking, it's essentially like your dog's walking off the lead, especially if they're calm and they're walking with you. And that way there, you know, it's um, it's an ego thing too, you know. I, and I feel it too. I feel the same way. I know my dog can hold it down safe for a very long time. I know that he will follow me everywhere I go. And I'll be honest, my dog has been off the lead in public spaces before. I'm not saying it's the right thing to do and maybe talking about um, being a advocate for doing the right thing. It's really important that we're all learning and being honest with each other and also making sure that you're going into a good habit, good consistency, especially for people that are listening with young pups. Make sure that long lead's on you. Long lead is the best. So Nicholas, thanks for the for the question. I hope it answers your question. I hope anyone out there that's listening um, can benefit from this. Remember, there's always going to be room for error. So Set your, your dog up for success because if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. So I got that from reputable mentors of mine and, and, um, and, you know, even the people that are teaching like myself, then we're always learning too. So make sure that we're doing the right thing. If anyone's got any questions, please hit me up. Don't hesitate. I'm open to answering all your questions and hope you guys are having a good day. Get out there, walk and train your dogs. Have a good one. Thank you for listening to another show of Life With Your Dog. Please like, rate and share if you're enjoying our podcast. You can also find us on Instagram, Facebook and YouTube. For all dog training videos, tips and techniques, visit nooches.com.au. Thank you and stay tuned for next time.